You can support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash geektherapy. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Josue Cardona, and I'm joined by Lauren Keller. Hello. And Lara Taylor. Hi. Lara, it's your turn to pick a topic this week. What? Just just take it away. Just do the thing. Do your do thing. The, doing the thing? All right. So um, this kind of came organically over the last week, watching as we're all home, watching lots of things. Um, uh, we were catching up on This Is Us and Stumptown. Uh, two really great shows. And this theme came up in the last couple episodes we watched um, that must be coincidence, but seems like not, that have to do with music and memory and how music is tied to the feelings and the memories we have about certain periods in time. Um, so on... This Is Us is the shorter example I have. Um, They go back and forth in, what episode was it? Uh, Clouds. So go back and forth in time like they do in the rest of the show. But this one was showing um, a time when Rebecca, the mom, is with, um, with Jack, the dad, in the past, looking for Joni Mitchell's old house. Um, in LA and they weren't able to find it, but she's walking down the street with him singing our house. Um, and then there's a scene with her and Kevin, her son, as she's older and he takes her to Joni Mitchell's house and actually finds it. And she's singing our house there. Um, and kind of remembering the time she was there with there, but not there with Jack. Um, And there's, there's a whole lot of things coming up in the show about memory and her and memory. And I just love that analogy that the music brought her back to that place. Um, At the same time on Stumptown, there was an episode, um, the main, the show follows um, Dex, Perios, um, and she's a war veteran. Uh, She was in the Marines in Afghanistan. Um, And her, they reveal this in the first episode, but her former boyfriend who followed her to war died in in the war. Um, And so this episode, which was called The Dex Files Online, um, it has themes of her going back and forth like it's mostly her in the present day but you'll see flashback scenes to the first time she heard a song when she's listening to it in a bar so like it opens up with her meeting her her former boyfriend while trying to get into a tegan and sarah concert and walking with the ghost is playing and it flash forwards to current time where she's in a bar and she's hearing it on the on the radio and it brings her back to that time and she's going through some PTSD stuff, and there's a whole bunch of other songs, mostly Pearl Jam songs the rest of the episode, <laughs> but it's the same kind of thing. The first time he tells her he loves her, um, it flashes back to this the, that scene when she's listening to a Pearl Jam song, and then there's another one where it comes on on the radio in her car, and it flashes back to another time. So music is something that... I know, especially with 90s music and like early 2000s music, I can remember exactly how I felt when I first heard a song or when what song I was listening to when someone broke up with me or when I don't know when when my mom died. I can remember that too. Like all these different things. And music is so important. And so, I just want to talk about that. So when you remember, you have these, like, you're taken back with some of this music. Is yeah. It, is it like like a slideshow that's playing? Do you feel something? What is the experience like? For me, it depends on, it depends on the song. It depends on the time. But 
sometimes it's like a slideshow where I can picture certain moments. Sometimes I can see like a moving picture of the time. Most of the time it comes with a feeling and a general, like not just nostalgia, but like the emotion of, oh, that felt bad to be broken up with. Or this made me happy. I was at a party with my friends and I remember that this person did this stupid thing and made a joke. Maybe I don't remember what the joke is, but I remember laughing, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Do, do any of those memories that that you mentioned, do any of them feel good or bad? Or do they feel different than they used to feel? Does it feel like you're reliving those those moments or does it feel does it feel like you're remembering those moments now this is something really hard to talk about i know <laughs> yeah 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 but i think there's it a is. difference between like being transported and it's like oh i feel like i'm i'm living that again to like thinking about something and and having a feeling about it i think much like in a like in a tv show it's portrayed as they're actually taken back to that time and they're so out out of like out of it and zoned out. I think sometimes I can zone out like that when I'm listening to music, but mostly I have a feeling of I am in this present time and I can remember whatever sadness, joy, fear, whatever it is I was feeling at the time, I can remember it, but it's not like, I don't think it, and it's sometimes it does come up for me, but not as, as strongly. Um, it, it's definitely not a, I am there, I need some grounding techniques to bring myself to the future kind of feeling. Media matters. Hmm. So do you, do you like that feeling or like, let me, let me, my me differently. Is it something that you, when it's out of your control and a song comes on the radio and it gives you that memory, mm-hmm. uh, Again, use specific example, right? Because this is this isn't something universal. Some songs will bring you back to a happy memory. Some will will bring you back to a sad one. Um, like, could you t- give an example of 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 that? Versus, uh, are there any songs that you bring up deliberately, and maybe on certain occasions, or or just when like you think about someone, and you're like, I want to listen to this song because I you kind of want to feel a feeling again. Um. Some it depends, right? Like sometimes, say I brought up the song about my mom, and the first song I heard after my mom died was um, "No More I Love Yous" by Annie Lennox. What a what a crazy okay. right Holy right. Shit. My friend put that on, and it was the weirdest thing. And sometimes, and my friend at the time didn't even think about it. And it's really hard to like say to people like that's okay, and it actually. That's kind of a cathartic thing, and I can listen to it, and I'm, I feel, I remember the feeling of being happy that I was with my friend and having fun, but sad that my mom had died, and it didn't connect as much. Hmm. Um, so I do listen to that sometimes when I'm trying to feel and remember the time. Um, there are other times where it's deliberate that I... Um, my favorite lesbian bar in San Francisco closed, and that was the place where my wife and I had our first date. And I can remember listening to Tegan and Sarah songs on the jukebox there and how excited everybody got and how everybody in the bar, like hundreds of women singing along to these songs. And so I love to just blast that music at home. Um, and it's things like that that have been... I revisit things like I, I made a CD playlist for all the music we had at our wedding on our soundtrack, and I have a CD for that. Yeah, I know, I know, it's a CD, whatever. <laughs> I also have an iTunes playlist, but to remember the feelings and the joy that we had that day and the fun and all of our friends and family being together, and if we ever want to rekindle that like feeling of that day, we pop on that playlist. You know, it, it's... I don't know that it's so it's different for the different situations. Sometimes it's deliberate and sometimes it is something when it comes on the radio and I'm like, 
oh no, I can't handle listening to this song right now. And I can think a few of the think of a few of those. Um but mostly it it's a good thing and I feel like I'm reconnecting with people and places I haven't visited in a long time. So I don't I don't really even want us to get into the to what goes on in the brain and memory because there's plenty of research on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I'll probably get some of the words wrong and the parts of the brain wrong and all that. But the way I I'd like to explain it is that certain like when you talk about trauma, right? I, I talk about it like if your brain was branded, you know, like the way you brand like a like cattle or something like that, right? It's like this stamp that goes into your brain that's like it's a it's a harder, <laughs> deeper, right, uh, mark in your in your brain than than just a, a normal memory. And there's something about uh so there's certain cues, right? Certain things that can happen in your surroundings that are kind of, I guess, like stapled along with that, right? That are tied to it. So mm-hmm. music is one of those things that stimulates your brain in such a way that sometimes it's tied to certain events and it can go it can go both ways, right? It's like an event can, can like remembering the event can kind of like trigger the sound or a smell, for example, is really strong too, uh, or vice versa, and uh, like I, you know, everybody's probably had an experience where they hear a song and it, it totally brings them back to a feeling or a place, or you start remembering things or picturing things that you hadn't thought about in a long time. It's because mm-hmm. those two things are kind of stapled together, right? <laughs> they're they're together now. Um, within uh, learning science, there's a lot uh, explored on how. Um, to change things up in the environment when you're trying to learn something so that you can tie that information with more stimulus, basically. So like reviewing the same information, but doing it in different places uh, with like, even like so far as like professors wearing different clothing, (laughs) you know, like throughout when they repeat a lesson so that every time there's a little bit different information. So you kind of start associating it with different parts of, uh, with more memories, basically. Mm-hmm. It's it's super it's super interesting. Um, I don't I don't really want to add too much more to it than that. But Lauren, do you want to say anything on on the the psychology brain aspect of it? I mean, that might be relevant. Th- th- there's there's a lot, and you know, if that's something you find interesting, I I recommend um, looking into uh, developmental psych. Um, evolutionary psych if that's your deal it's not really my deal but some people like that uh all sorts of cool cool stuff neuroscience all Mm -hmm. sorts of cool stuff if you're interested in that but yeah i think um for us here i think that maybe the most important takeaway is that uh music is clearly important to human beings we we remember our lives through uh, the functions of our brain that produce memories and that's based on our perception systems uh, of which we you know have a handful but one of them is sound and music is clearly really important to um, I would say both individual humans and also culturally because um, music is one of the ways we transmit culture and so um yeah clearly humans uh (laughs) from a biological standpoint humans love music we are we are made to to hear and make and and be involved in music and i think that's that's really fucking dope so we we had an episode of this very podcast over 230 episodes ago it was episode number eight uh it was called music and memory so it it's was. it's time to have an episode like that. We repeat topics all the time. This is yeah. like this is yeah. a long time ago. It took eight years to repeat yeah. this one. <laughs> uh, I just listened to it again, which was I've been thinking about how weird it is that we're talking about how music, in particular, but you know, a set of sounds can take you back to another time. And while I was listening to that episode just now, I. Like I was transported to where I was sitting and the mm-hmm. entire, I remember, I think I, re- I recorded that episode standing up <laughs> um, <laughs> like at the, 
like I had a kitchen with like that was like open on one side, so it had like a counter that you would put that you could put stools by. Um, and so I was standing, and I remember I was using Skype back then. That's why it sounds horrible. And Dan Cohen, the person I was interviewing, he he recorded the episode in his car. I remember <laughs> he, he was on his phone. <laughs> Um, I called him and he told me like, yeah, I'm driving. I hope that's okay. And I was like, sure. <laughs> you must be cringing. You must've been cringing listening to this. So, so yes and no. I'm, I, I edited it. Nobody, nobody knows that he was in a car. Honestly, he sounded just as good or bad as I did on Skype. So there wasn't really, <laughs> uh, it wasn't too bad. Uh, it was, it was interesting, but th- that doesn't come up in the episode. And that's something I had not thought about in years, but I could so clearly remember that conversation with him at the beginning where, where he told me I'm in the car. I hope that's okay. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I remember standing up. This was in, in my apartment in North Carolina, I get eight years ago, it was a long, long time ago. And it was, it was, it was trippy. <laughs> that's really weird. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. To listen to this again. <laughs> also, ironically, it was like a few days into having moved. Well, I, I don't know how, I was still new to that apartment and I'm literally recording this now in a brand new apartment, like in a living room, <laughs> in a new living room. It's, there are layers to this, right? <laughs> are you a, standing? Uh, I'm not standing. I'm oh, not standing. Okay. Well, this yeah. time it'll be different. It is different. Um, <laughs> but, it, but it was so cool to, to, to listen to that episode again. But the, the episode uh, was titled Music and Memory because Dan Cohen, the social worker I was speaking to, created a nonprofit organization called Music and Memory. And I interviewed him because I had seen a a preview of a documentary, I believe it was also called Music and Memory, where uh, he commissioned it to show people kind of what we're trying to explain, this thing that happens with memory. But in his case, he was working with people who had Alzheimer's and he saw that if people who had Alzheimer's listened to music that they enjoyed when they were younger, I believe he used the word in the, in the interview with me, he said they awaken and mm-hmm. it's like they're, they seem almost catatonic and then they have this music and they completely they wake wake up like they're they're different people. They go back to another time, and it's so incredible to see. And he he says in that episode that he would tell people about this, and people would be like, "Oh yeah, no, like music, like yeah, like, music touches people. Like, people love music. Yeah, no, like it makes sense." And he was like, "No, no, like you don't understand like what is <laughs> happening." So he he contacted a filmmaker to to show this in a way that would that would be impactful to people. And, you know, I saw it because that clip went viral. I don't even remember where I saw it, but I know it it popped up for me and I immediately reached out to Dan. And in that preview, you see this one man, Henry, who's just like sitting down and suddenly they, the headphones go on and he's like still, you know, not awake. <laughs> and then the music starts and you, he starts waking up and he starts talking about the music and he starts singing it. And it's incredible. It's just incredible to watch. And there was another one where this woman is walking with a walker and like, you know, like just, let's just say not awake. Right. And then they put some in the episode. I said that it was salsa music. I don't remember. And then she like, lets go of the walker and starts dancing. Like this person can barely walk. (laughs) And then the music comes out and she starts dancing. And so this goes, like there is definitely so much going on there. But mm-hmm. like we don't have Alzheimer's, right? But we're talking about how some of these things are, are just moments that are so important, and well, and well, they're I mean, connected po- to these to this music. Possible spoilers for this is us. I have a feeling that this is going to tie into some storylines on the show. This idea of music being important for memory, as I mentioned earlier, Rebecca's having issues with memory loss and and possible dementia and Alzheimer's. So I, with how much her life is tied into music in these flash forward scenes where we go to when she's aged even more, I have a feeling that this music thing is going to have play a big part in her and her memories. Yeah. Because we, we've only seen her at the, 
again, spoilers for This Is Us, but um, we've seen her in the far future. About, I'm guessing it's about 10 or 12 years into the future. They, they don't say specifically. Yeah, they don't say specifically. But but she's know, she's bedridden and I, I think and, that the that Randall's daughter is more than just ten or twelve years older. Uh me yeah yeah that uh, Tess is the only part that makes this a little complicated because she's a social worker. Yeah, um, so I would say it's maybe like fifteen ish years in the future. Maybe, but Kevin's son looks. It, it's I love the way that this series yeah. that makes us have these conversations. So it's anywhere between 10 to 15 years in the future. We see Rebecca, the matriarch, the mom of the family. She is bedridden, advanced Alzheimer's, and, and she's in bed, right? So then we, but we've only seen the earliest stages of that um, when she's like in her 60s, I guess, right? Maybe. Mm-hmm. So, so there's all that in between that I'm sure we'll see later. And I, yeah, I'm just like that episode. And I love the way they did it where it's Mandy Moore playing herself older and younger. And so she's singing the song and like the song, there's no cut in the music. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like the, the, the song is being sung like one track, but she's singing it in two different timelines. It was like, ah, oh, it was, it was so, yeah. Uh, so beautiful and let's like you know like both of both of those experiences with one with her husband one with her son um and every you know like you think of everything that's come between and she's like you said like we're taken back to that moment we get to see it literally right we get to see a flashback and yeah i mean that that's interesting did you i'm guessing you haven't seen the season finale no so so this it's it's too good to, to to not bring it up. It's not really it's not it's not a, like a story spoiler, mm-hmm. but there is a conversation in that episode where someone talks about a song that they sang to their um uh, their pregnant wife, and they the the wife lost the baby, and he talked about how that song afterwards the, uh, him and his wife would would listen to it and it just made them so sad mm-hmm. but then the wife got pregnant again and he unconsciously found himself one day singing the song again to to the belly right of, of his wife and then eventually that song became like a like became positive again became a happy song for him again so how the same song went from being joyful to too sad to listen to to joyful again because mm-hmm. of how it played a role in his life and how he in a way used it you know or or, or I, I think it's he was he was actively singing the song it wasn't like it came up at different at different moments so he had some control over that but there's definitely this song was present in multiple stages and it it represented something, you know, and, and he was able to take that song and, and shift the feelings associated with it. Yeah, like, you know, music is is real complex, right? So our memories around it contextually can be complex also. You can have positive and painful memories about a song. But, but do you mean, are you saying, like, you just said music is complex, like, like that it's, like, technically... Both. Complex. I mean, like, like literally, <laughs> if you think about, you know, the music we generally listen to, you've got lots of different instruments. There's, you know, lyrics, maybe m- multiple people singing. You've got, you know, the the technological production stuff happening. You know, if you're listening in um, headphones that have surround sound, like all of this stuff is adding to the complexity of it. So I think it makes sense that we can have very complex feelings about the uh, a piece of music <laughs> very complex did you see mark cerny's uh, explanation of 3d audio for the playstation 5 Mm-mm. have you seen that <laughs> <laughs> nope. it was very complex it was very complex did you understand um, it Josue? i did i i loved it i loved it and i love seeing people freak out about how boring it was afterwards too the whole thing was, <laughs> the whole thing was uh enjoyable for me <laughs> oh um, let's see. Let's take a quick break and then we'll talk about my one of my favorite things, which is TikTok. <laughs> 
the Geek Therapy Network and all of our projects are made possible by the supported listeners like you. You can become a patron for as little as $1 a month and gain access to exclusive content, behind-the-scenes stories, swag, and more. Sign up at any tier and we'll send you a welcome kit in the mail, anywhere in the world, to celebrate your first month. Thank you so, so much for supporting us. We couldn't do it without you. You can learn more at patreon.com slash geektherapy. Okay, I can't stop thinking about TikTok in this conversation because uh, when you said, <laughs> Lauren, when you said that music is complex, uh, I immediately started thinking of just like the simplest sounds on TikTok mm-hmm. and how people are using them for multiple, like they just, the one sound, right, is like from one video suddenly takes on a life of its own and multiple people add not only add to it, but add, I don't know. Maybe I mean, it's, both it's of you will describe their, it a little differently. Aud- they're auditory memes. That's like yeah, basically yeah. The, the takeaway. Um, I, I feel it's a, you know, that's a different conversation if we're talking about just like, you know, shorter noises or, or brief, tiny little tunes versus like full songs. I think those are pretty distinct conversations because then you Why? get into like, well, because I think there's a distinction between uh, like a full ask, full ass song versus like uh, a jingle from a, a commercial that I can remember like all the jingles yeah. from when I watched. Yeah, TV I mean when it's I like there's yeah. there's overlap between them, obviously, but I feel like it's it's a sort of a different conversation because I don't think you know advertising a lot of the time is intended to be an earworm versus music where sometimes it's you know pop music is intended to be earworm or dance music but then other pieces of music are you know that's not necessarily the intention i think it's a little bit different well i would argue i would argue that it's it's there's way more uh, in common between the two and that the experience of that you have with a song isn't necessarily you don't need the 3 minutes of the song like it, that's true. Like, I'm thinking no of no more. Uh, I love you. I don't remember any yeah. other part of that song. Like to me, that is the song. Just that da, part. Ba, da, ba, dip, dip, dip. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Like if, uh, if that part comes up, like yeah. that's it. Like you're you're transported. You don't even need the rest of the song. The rest no, of the song, you don't. Technically, doesn't even matter at that point because it's that's what it is, right? Like boom, it it did its it did its thing. Or okay. when I'm thinking of like CD mixes that used to be advertised <laughs> on commercials in yes, in yes. when I was young, and then like I the hear a clip of songs. I hear a clip of like an Enya song or Eurythmics song and yeah. like mm-hmm. immediately my brain goes to the next, like not the whole song, but the next song in the order. Even in now. Ad, yeah. Even yep. now. Uh, remember when, when. With the uh, unicorn, the people so riding yeah, the think, unicorn. I think, I think yeah. that's a, 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 I, I agree with you that there, there is a lot of overlap in the Venn diagram, but I think there's a little bit, if we're coming at this conversation from the point of like an emotional connection, I think there's a little bit of a distinction there. You know what I the mean? The more we talk about it, the more like the Venn diagram, like the two circles are overlapping more and more for me. Like I don't know. I just, I just eclipse. feel like when I think about like the songs that play on those um, th- those advertisements for the CD mixes that you were talking about, Lara. Like I, I exactly what you're talking about. I remember the like the pop punk one where they've got like Green Day and shit in it, and mm-hmm. it's like for me, it's like there's there's those songs attached to that like commercial thing but then it's like one of those songs is separate and has its own different associated memory from like real life not the ad and so it's like like i said it's like there's overlap but they feel a little bit distinct to me just yeah yeah because you know it's like watching that ad for the 400th time on cartoon network isn't really an emotional event for me and that's the same um like yeah, there's that piece. And then there, I can see what Josue is saying. Like, a song I don't want to listen to because I have negative Oh, yeah, you hear, like, the, with four, it, the four first will, notes and you're like, skip. Skip, time, nope, turn it off. I'm out of here, whatever it is. Yeah, it's done. Because you can recognize it immediately. Especially for me, I mean, there's no Disney songs I won't listen to, but, like, I can recognize a Disney song by the first four notes. There's a couple of Disney songs I probably Okay, like we talked about in the Disney and Death episode, if it's, like, the April Showers song, uh-uh. Not that one. I'm not a big fan of the Siamese Cat song. That one... I mean... That one's not great. (laughs) It's not great socially, (laughs) but, like, 
it's not a song that I'm like, eh, I hate it. It's mm-hmm. a song that has a different connotation, but the song itself is not dis- the musically is not displeasing. Yeah. Like I know that that Pocahontas is bullshit now, but like can I still like Colors of the Wind? Is that okay? Absolutely. That? And just yeah. around the river cool. bend? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Just checking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so this isn't this isn't uh I'm not I'm not debating i'm i like how you said like to me it's it's a different thing to me they're almost like they're they're 100 i moved to 100 it's the total eclipse of the heart um uh, <laughs> i just I see think, and that brings me back to my summer camp days I also, we dance yeah. to that every week i also think you know just bringing up tiktok is is such a distinct like a new wrinkle in this whole conversation because there's never been any uh, any medium before that has this kind of sharing of you know 15 seconds of a song uh so i i don't know maybe part of the reason why it's it's gets so stuck in your head from tiktok is because it's like novel and so your brain's like i guess this is important i should remember it and then you double down on that by you know listening to that same song clip 4,000 times because, you know, everybody's got a cat that they got to hold long and shake for you. That, that's funny. To me, The it's the repetition, right? It, it's mm-hmm. it's not so much about the novelty at speak. It's about the repetition. Yeah. And with every additional variation of the meme, it, it, it takes on, it can take on some new meaning, but sometimes it's just... I love these songs where, the, these TikToks where the song is playing. So you, you already assume what it's about mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with what the song is about it has nothing to do with what the lyrics are about i i love the the song that was um uh, it was in portuguese yeah the portuguese song yep and mm-hmm. everybody's taking the lyrics differently and some of them are from people like some tiktoks are from people who know portuguese and they're telling you like this is what the words mean but most of them are just y- using what they hear Yep. And, uh, as, and it's, and it's not what it's, it's being said at all. <laughs> and, yep. and so, and so just that song, like it, people are using, it's like, oh, this is the song you use for like a shocking moment. This is the song that you use for like, uh, a reveal, or this is the song, like this is, you know, for being misinterpreted or this is, you know, this is going to end mm-hmm. in middle fingers. Like, you know, like <laughs> they yep. already, they, they have a meaning. And even though that might be like a collective social version of this, I think that it's a, it, it distills the experience that we all have uh, in a, in those bite-sized chunks and kind of, yeah, like makes it, makes it social. I think, I think, it, I think it's the same thing that's, that's going on. Um, we can, we can, again, not, not a debate. I'm not, I'm not, I may be wrong, but uh, that's that's the way I see it. I think they're very, they're very similar ideas. I think, or one hundred percent the same idea. But it go, it goes to the to the idea of like the the power of music, right? Um, yeah. To that, music plays. Your brain is feeling something, and we can tie it with something else. So like, like some TikToks, like they're short, but they're like super complicated because there's one thing happening. There's one thing being written and then there's the sound in the background and it's, it's an art form. Like it's, it's just like, it's actually pretty complicated. Um, yeah, but, but I, it's complex. It's a complex, <laughs> but I, 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 I love it. I love that. Like, Oh, okay. This song is playing. Actually, have you ever done this where you, uh, you just go to the audio and then just start watching all of the videos done with that audio? I have. And at some songs, I'm done after three. I can't listen to it that many <laughs> times in a row. And some I could keep going for a longer. But there are times where it is just stuck in my head. I will be walking around my apartment and all of a sudden, don't be, don't be suspicious now. Don't be suspicious. Don't Over and over <laughs> and over and over yeah yeah yep. yeah Ooh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. or the one uh which one with, i uh, i'm thinking of the the ferret one that i loved before they started using the bounce that booty like a basketball if you don't <laughs> don't shake it at all and i just love it so much because it's like picture the cute little ferret doing it the whole time and it's amazing <laughs> uh. <laughs> It's even I th- I feel that it's even hard to talk about TikTok 
in in much the same way. Like this whole conversation is a little. It's sometimes it's really hard, actually. So part of the whole thing about you know geek therapy, what we're talking about here most of the time is that it's so hard to talk about our feelings that it's easier when we have a media example to show it. And I feel like it's really hard to to talk about these experiences. And it, like Lauren and I will never agree because Lauren, your experiences are completely unique and mine are unique, right? So even though we're trying to like find common ground, it's like, oh, you know, there's a Venn diagram. It's like, like we don't know what each other's experiences are really mm-hmm. when it comes to this stuff. So it's, it's hard to talk about it. So I find that even TikTok is a little hard to talk about. And I love that. I love how easy it is to share some of those things. Like, it's like, you've got to see this TikTok. I can't explain it to you. There's like, there's, there are no words in the English language to, to describe what, I just what I'm about need to show you. Your eye holes and ear holes to experience this, please. <laughs> yes. Can I have 60 seconds of your time? Thank you. And, and it's so, it's so, it's so good. It, it, part of it is that, right? Like, music is so complex. <laughs> it's like, you have to experience it to, to experience it man i don't yeah and and then like you said (laughs) earlier especially when we're talking about tiktok how it how it changes um and how you know wider cultural stuff gets added to you know songs or whatever i guess the example i would use would be like um the the all-star song and then, you know, when Shrek came out, <laughs> and so now the all-star song, is, it, it is a Shrek song. Um, and, uh, but but now, yeah. now it's a global warming song? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep, it's that like, too. And so it's this, this, <laughs> the same thing with, I mean, you know, a, as we're talking about it, it, it does go both ways. It can be for, you know, full-length songs sort of change in their context as how we societally, you know, read it or... Um, apply uh ideology or or politics to a song um you know the same thing happens with tiktok on a much smaller and faster scale so i you know what you've convinced me house i'm totally on your side <laughs> Ooh, okay I'm, I'm gonna take wow. the win and i'm gonna i'm going to put, this, put that on the tally board wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. Gonna... it's the first time gt radio that's right lauren agreed with house and said it out loud why we we <laughs> I mean, it's not that you agreed with him because you agree with him on quite a few things, but like it's the first time he like can you were opposed on on an episode and he convinced. Lara, you. Just just let me have this. Just, just you're don't, having don't no, 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 don't no, 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 don't ruin it. You don't have it. it. You have it. Mark it down on a tally board. I'm not, I'm not even gonna react. I'm just gonna listen to it later just on repeat. Gonna, I'm gonna multiple pull times. this pull this you... big string above Josue. Oh, and a banner unfurls. It says you were right, and there's confetti everywhere. Oh, Josue, oh. you need to make take the clip of her saying, "You know what? I agree," and then just like post that everywhere. Listen, how good I feel right now <laughs> is not uh, is not what this is about. This this episode is about you, Lara. Uh, let's go back to to, to you. Um, okay. I want to I want to know do you feel like we hijacked the the original concept uh that that you wanted to present um with the TikTok conversation or do you or is it um like are we still are we still there like are, I think still... we're still in the ballpark. Okay, I think okay. we're still in the ballpark. You haven't like hit it out of the park into another like time zone or anything. Um <laughs> What one of the things that I wanted to bring up is like what I loved about visual storytelling in like i'm trying to think of a time that i've seen something like music is hard to represent in comics but i think i've seen the same kind of thing happen with different panels um where it's like past and present and the music is flowing the lyrics are flowing across the different panels Mm -hmm. I, i feel like i've seen that before somewhere but it's this idea of i'm finding something that i may not literally experience like that but it sure is a visual representation of what I feel when a song comes up that brings me back to a moment um, in time. I, yeah, I definitely, I brought um, examples for my own examples of songs that um, are, you know, very memorable, but there, there are a couple that like, as you described earlier um, from the the media examples, there are a couple of songs that like I I feel like I sucked back in time to the place where I listened to it. 
Um, I think my my best example is uh, when I was um, a senior in high school, and then after graduating, I used to babysit these three sisters. Um, they were eight, 12, and 14 at the time. Um, and so honestly, it's like they're old enough. We were just kind of hanging out together and we would play Xbox games. They had an Xbox. They wanted me to play with them. I was not very good. They liked to laugh at me in Halo. Um, it was great. I got really into the first Panic at the Disco album and um, got the oldest sister into the album as well. So we were like, hey, we're going to listen to this album now. We put it on loop and played the Chicken Little Xbox game. And we listened to that album on loop so many friggin' times, like a whole summer's worth of like, you know, twice a week listening to this album on loop. And so it's now whenever I listen to Panic at the Disco album, part of me is remembering the chicken little game where you're driving through the spaceship and everything's the nuts because we got stuck on that part of the game for a really long time. And so it's like the song plays and my brain's like, ah, yeah, nuts. <laughs> Frustrating. Those that those dang nuts. <laughs> those dang nuts. I have a I have memories of that exact album. When I hear Panic at the Disco, I go to listening to the album over and over and over again on my four and a half five hour drive up to Arcata to visit my best friend at Humboldt State. Just oh, I nice. can picture driving up the coast, and in order to stay awake when I was driving late at night, I had to boost up the music with the yeah. bass going and the whole my rearview mirror vibrating and I can picture it right now including the song that was playing well I don't maybe don't remember exactly which song but it was one of the really popular songs that um was playing when I got pulled over for speeding <laughs> on my way home yeah so uh, I, I think that has a lot to do with the the stress response right at that moment it's like it, it marked that memory even even harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have almost the exact same uh, type of, of memory. Uh, I used to drive. Um, uh, I was in my senior year in college and I had uh, a job that was I had to drive along a beach, uh, like a beach road to to get there. And I listened for about six months on repeat, Kanye West's uh, College Dropout and John Legend's get lifted albums like i would just like cycle them on repeat both of them and till today uh any song from those albums will take me back to that drive it used to be so vivid that i could smell the beach when the music came on (laughs) and it was when when kanye west released his like the gospel album that he released recently he there was i think there was a uh james corden didn't airplane karaoke instead of a carpool karaoke where he had Kanye West and this uh, choir who like this gospel choir with him and they sang Jesus walks on the plane and that doesn't sound very much like the version that's on the original uh, album college dropout but it was close enough to still bring me back to that and we're talking like there's you know like 15 years and a variation of the song and still just like Jesus walks thing. I was like, wow, like I could, I could feel it was something like it, it, it goes more than like, again, I could smell it. I could like the temperature. I could like remember the temperature, the way it felt on my skin. It was something about like, I enjoy, I used to love that drive so much. I don't know. Whew. Man. Damn. But that's, again, I think that's pretty similar to, to what you're talking about that drive and the, and the song on repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I have a, a, another example in line with that. It, a couple of years back, I was doing the um, the couch to five k. So I was mm, trying yeah. trying to run, trying to run uh, three times a week. Did you get far uh, from the couch? I did. I, I completed did it, it okay. but um, one, I you know I made myself a you know a running playlist, and I tried to put like the most pump up songs that I could on there to keep me going because it, running is hard. Um, but the, <laughs> there's one song. Um, it's called "One Click Headshot" by Feed Me, 
And that song, it's like I could be, you know, I'm two and a half miles in. I'm full sweating. I'm like, there is no way I'm going to finish this last half mile. I will die. The birds will pick my bones clean. This is it for me. And that song comes on and I'm like, oh, what's this? Second wind, third wind, and fourth wind all showed up at the same time. <laughs> Hell yeah, fastest half mile in my entire life. Supersonic. <laughs> yeah, I turn into Sonic. It's, it, yeah, th- so that is like when that song comes on, I was like, I'm like, am I breathing harder all of a sudden? Should I? I feel like I should run. You guys yeah. want to just run? Let's yeah. run. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I can think of so many songs because I'm a summer camp kid and I went to camp all the time. And there are camp songs which are different from your usual like music that you hear on the radio from artists. But there are several songs like we would sing at campfire, particularly in like our slower part of campfire where we're winding down, getting kids to go to bed. That were super emotional and songs that like every time I hear them, I can remember sitting next to my friend, which friends I was sitting next to at campfire with my arm around their shoulder, rocking back and forth, listening to these songs. Um, Songs like Lean on Me, uh, One Tin Soldier. uh, What are some other ones? Um, Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. Um, There's... There's another song. Why can't I remember the name of the song by the Goo Goo Dolls that we sang all the time? Damn, I can't remember it. But I know it when I hear it. Um, When Angels Call You In from Jimmy Eat World. So many songs that like I'm immediately and I can smell the redwood (laughs) trees. And I can can smell the campfire and the smoke. And I can feel the presence of my friends. And it's just like. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um, that's another thing that I have playlists and playlists and playlists of camp songs because I've been going there for 25 years now. So we should start a playlist uh, about songs that make us smell stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, like there's so many, so many good feelings. Like we, I've been talking about things that were bad associations I had before. Yeah. But like this is like pure joy or like some sadness that like we would sing a song at the end of the week and we're saying goodbye to camp but like oh so many good things so many good things yeah i have pick me up playlists i have um you know i i consider them power-ups right there i i save them for when i need them like uh, lauren's example is exactly the type of song like like i try to save those because it is it is like like I'm going supersonic. I'm going super saying. Like I'm saving that one when I need <laughs> your, it. Your brain's like, oh shit, are we supposed? Oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah, turn yeah, on yeah. all run, the buttons. Run, <laughs> run, run, run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know you can use it that way. Also, I apologize to any music therapists who are listening. You know, like you know, ready to or just yelling at us about uh, certain things. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> because really, what we're the 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 thing that we're trying to the angle that we're coming at it from, right, is music or, you know, to an extension, audio, the conversation went to audio in general, but the 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 idea that these these songs uh, represent something for us and they sometimes it's it's hard to put stuff into words, but uh, they 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 mean something and they mean something more than just the song, right? They they encapsulate so many different things. Actually I'm I'm just thinking right now, like when you listen to a soundtrack of a movie that you really love in a weird way, I'm sure it's not this way for everybody, but you kind of like just playing back the movie, right? Oh my gosh, I didn't mm-hmm. write this on my notes, yeah. but you just totally reminded me. <laughs> um, I used to love the movie Garden State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a good uh, and soundtrack. That has, that has a good soundtrack. I had that and I listened to that soundtrack a ton of times. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like it, it got to the point where it's like I had to set it on random because <laughs> otherwise it's like, oh, I'm just watching this movie. Yep, yep. <laughs> I'm just I am just watching yeah. this movie again. My brain is like, I'll fill in the pictures for you. Don't worry. Here's Natalie Portman. Yeah, <laughs> that's me in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the awesome mix, Volume One and Two, and I put them back to back and just listen to them, yeah. not on random. There's a lot of cool activities to do that you can do with music um, like that. And and like this is kind of – this is barely related. But uh, Woody Harris, who hosts the Rolling for Change podcast, 
and the Conspiracy of Light podcast. And maybe one day, I hope it doesn't kill me for, for saying this, but uh, maybe one day a, a like music, um, I don't want to say music therapy podcast, but it's like music geek therapy uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. He once did this training uh, where I forgot what the what the type of music was called, the type of uh, therapy was called, but he he was training and as part of his practice, he had to yeah you know, ask he asked for volunteers to practice some of the skills that he had learned. So he came to my private practice in North Carolina, and I I lay on the couch as he played these this combination of songs in a very particular order, and he triggered like a psychedelic. Uh, experience for me where I saw all sorts of crazy shit. And then he asked me to draw them and like make a mandala. It was like, it was incredible. Like if, if, if wow. any of that interests you contact Woody Harris or, or, or let me know and I'll put you in contact with him so he can tell you more about it. But music is not only complex, it is super powerful. <laughs> there are, man, I was just going to talk about making soundtracks with my, my teen clients. That yeah, like, yeah. here's a list of songs that like makes me feel happy and i and i want to listen to that when i'm sad to be happy here's a list of songs that kind of <laughs> cool me down um sometimes you know listening to songs that are sad make people happy i remember going through a breakup where it made me not want to listen to music at all i didn't want happy music i didn't want sad music so i started listening to talk radio that's, it was so weird yeah well that's that's funny right it's like the music can just trigger all these different feelings and experiences that we like it's almost like losing control right it's like no no, no i don't mm-hmm. want that right now yeah i've also had like experiences where it's like something you know traumatic or upsetting happens and it's like you don't want to listen to music because you don't want a song to be associated with it it's like i don't yes. want to ruin any of my good songs by listening to them now <laughs> i get that yeah yeah i get that too yeah yeah and also, if you want music to be just like in tune with the the cosmos and the universe, <laughs> ask me. I'll get you in touch with Woody Harris too. Mm-hmm. Just, music is very uh, powerful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I um, this is uh, sort of off topic, but I did want to bring it up because I think it's really cool. Um, we're talking about how powerful music can be. There are uh, a fair amount of research. Um, on using music-based therapy for people with traumatic brain injuries. And uh, it's, you know, in of itself is a very cool idea. But one of the the really cool things that I had read about is um, someone had gotten brain damage to, uh, I think it's the, the Broca's part of your brain is responsible for uh, producing speech. I think that's the right one. This I hope is why I didn't want to bring up parts of the yeah, brain before. Exactly. And here I go doing it. Oh, I'm <laughs> so sorry. Um, but anyways, the, the part of your brain that is for speech production um, was damaged. And so this guy or person could not speak. And um, they discovered, however, that he could sing. And so it was using the the part of his brain that remembered uh, music, song lyrics is separate from the part of the brain that is, you know, the traditional word production part of your brain. And so it's it's like it's so cool. There's still so much we don't we don't know about how our brains work, but obviously music is very powerful. You just described Bumblebee from the Transformers movies. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, what do you think Bumblebee was based on? Exactly. Yeah. No, we figured it based out. Based on a true story. <laughs> Did I, do either of you agree? No? Have you seen sure. the Transformers movies? No? I, yes. I haven't Bumblebee seen. was good. Okay. Yeah, but I did not see Bumblebee, but I have seen other Transformers movies. Gotcha. Because he can't talk, so he just uses clips from the radio? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's good. Okay. <laughs> well, this this has been a lot of fun. Lara, was there anything else that uh, we haven't covered or that you want to bring up? No, I, th- I think we covered... A lot of stuff, yeah. like have, more than I even imagined we would cover. I have, I have one last thing I want to I want to touch on. Okay, with you guys. Yes. Do, um, do you guys have a song that's not necessarily like attached to a, an emotion um, or like a moment in your life, but it's attached to an activity? Um, the example I will give is now whenever I am uh, like getting dressed after a shower, I like to sing the sexy getting ready song from Crazy Ex-Girlfriends <laughs> like 
like all the time. Um, and the other one also from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is uh, whenever I like make a small error in my own life, my brain is just like, you ruined everything, you stupid bitch, sing with me. And it's like, yeah, okay, all right, I'm singing along, brain, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. I'm trying to think of that one. I'm sure I do. Now you're now you're literally describing TikTok. It's like, yeah. It's like if I if I want to go, I run away from the camera, put my arms up at like 90 degree angles, and move my hips from left to right. There's a very specific song that I. There is a very specific song for that. For that. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't go with TikTok for this one, but you found a way to make it about TikTok, anyways. So because everything in Josue's life is about TikTok. I may have a problem or <laughs> not. I think it's great. I think in in these plague times in 2020, TikTok is good, actually. Uh, yep, I think so too. But uh, t- to answer your question, I do I do have. It goes with what I said before about uh, like these power ups, the, these songs that I have reserved for that. So there there is a song that I listen to almost every single time I'm going to podcast. It, it it raises my energy level up. So I've it's it's so common now. Like it's I've is done it, it so much Kanye that song? it's kind of that it's kind of associated with. I'm sorry, what? Is it that one Kanye song? So it, it's Power by Kanye West. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. It's become like. So I saw a YouTuber once say, and it's funny. I listened to the Music and Memory episode earlier, and my energy level is pretty low, and I think I try. And you guys know, like sometimes we're talking before the episode, and like. I'm like a little elevated when we start at the beginning and and then I kind of like mellow out to more my normal self, but I try to be more energetic because if I, if I'm not, then it, like it, it's, it's boring, right? It's more boring. It's a, uh, it's, it's not good. So, so I saw this YouTuber and she was saying that she always listened to a pick me up song, something that hyped her up right before she started recording to get her energy level a little bit higher. So I started using power for that one. Like I took it out of my reserves, out of my power up reserves. I was like, okay, I'm going to start using this one for podcasting. So sometimes I'm listening to that song right before either of you come on to the, like while I'm waiting for you to connect, I'm listening to that song. And then once you're like, hello, or I hear the boo boo, mm-hmm. then I, I'll, I'll turn it off. And hopefully the effect lasts long enough to, to get the episode started. So for me, it's tied to podcasting. Heck yeah. Yeah. I was having a hard time thinking of one, but then I just realized one that is like that, that is tied to an activity. And it's because I haven't driven my car in so long that I haven't (laughs) had the activity to do it with. But because I have been binging my favorite murder, the theme song for my favorite murder, I sing it before I start my car. (laughs) every time (laughs) that's great so yeah i just haven't done that in uh like a week and a half yeah oh (laughs) Oh, i have once and i did not do it because it had been like a week but yeah yeah (laughs) yeah life is weird right now people yeah (laughs) i can't i can't really think of any others um but all right. I think they fall Everybody, into everybody's also. assignment this week is to make a plague playlist. So we have <laughs> fond plague music to remember. <laughs> <laughs> that you can listen to and feel cool with every. I mean, it's just, for Hosway, it's just going to be a bunch of songs from TikTok. Yeah, it's just, you know. Fair enough. Literally. It's Corona time. Uh, or or all those um, <laughs> like fro- Frozen songs that I've been sending you with the redone lyrics. <laughs> Did I send you guys the one where where the, the lady's like dancing to the coronavirus song? No? No. I think so, yeah. Maybe? I barely send you guys TikTok, so, you know, maybe I didn't send it. I'm Last being sarcastic because that I send I haven't... Like 50 Less... per day. <laughs> Last time you complained and I started sending more. Yeah, so. yeah. You did good. You haven't lost it. You send me good good TikTok. I, I I make up for the quantity with the quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No I I I, I agree completely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this was this was a lot of fun. This was, yeah. this was good. Good job, Laura. 
Well, well, thank you. Yeah. Isn't next week? Uh, it's we'll, me, Lauren. Yeah. <gasps> what Ooh, boy. Oh boy! No pressure. Yeah. Everybody's at the edge of their seats. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> no repeating topics unless eight years have passed. Okay. All right. What about seven years? Maybe. Case <laughs> by case basis. It's just episodes I haven't been on. <laughs> I, I love that at this point, it's like, oh, yeah, we haven't talked about that in five years. It's cool. It's game. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sounds good. All right. Well, so- there's a lot to have learned about a topic in five years. Please go back and listen to that music and memory episode. We're talking but about But I'm also how- talking about experiences being different. No, too. no, 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 no. I know, no. But like, we're talking about. Um, it, it was it was just so interesting. We we're like, no, no, like Apple has this this um, marketplace that has a little bit of everything. So like Windows Media Player sucks. <laughs> oh I'm my like, god! I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. We get we got that one right. <laughs> well, uh, now people can listen to this one instead of that one, or in addition to that one, and learn about TikTok, which could be obsolete in five years. Maybe, maybe. Ooh. We'll you see. never know. We'll see. We well, can listen to to that old episode and all the old episodes. <laughs> and they're all at geektherapy.com where you can find all of them, all, all our old episodes and, and information uh, dating back many, many years. Whoa, that's whew, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so geektherapy.com for all that. Uh, if you want to check out our community spaces, uh, all of that information is in the show notes, including how to reach us individually. You can comment on this episode at the Geek Therapy Forum at forum.geektherapy.com. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to geek out and do good. And we'll be back next week. Bye. This episode was brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters. We'd like to say a very special thank you to our supporters at the evangelist level and above, including Mark, Booney, Lydia, Jamila, Adam, Doe, Gay, Pat, and Joe Lynn. To learn more about how to support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content, visit patreon.com slash geektherapy.